Welcome to the Success IQ Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 64. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. So we have got a great guest this week, Sue Monheit, also known as the Gift Biz Gal. She's been consulting with retail and online businesses for over 25 years. Additionally, she has started two multi-six-figure companies of her own. Today, the Ribbon Print Company is a major sponsor of her Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Sue has been identified as an industry trendsetter and now focuses on the gift, baking, crafting and making spaces. She's a leader in helping entrepreneurs set up their businesses and become a profitable and sustainable entity. And of course, we're going to learn an awful lot more about her during this episode as well. But Sue, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I'm really excited to be here and talk with you today. Brilliant. I'm really glad to have you on as well. And I'm really looking forward to talking about what we're going to talk about today. So before we really get into it, could you give us a little bit of your background that's brought you to this point today? I absolutely can. But I have to say that as we add on the years, our background gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So I'm going to give you a couple of little chunks here. Um, I'm kind of a different person in that I loved my corporate life. I loved what I did. I had a lot of ability to create my own job. Luckily, that was in the 80s. That's all I'm saying about that. Um, but I really loved it until I saw my life missing my children. I was on the planes all the time. I had a nanny taking care of the kids. My son traveled a lot. You can kind of get the picture of life. So all of a sudden, I and I was progressing in my company. And so all of a sudden, it was like skids, right? Like skid to a halt. What am I doing here? And I decided I've got to stop for a little while. I want to spend time with the kids. So I did that for a bit, but I love business. <laughs> so I decided I wanted to get back into business. My husband had to be the one to say, well, why don't you do something for yourself? You know, because I really wasn't ready to get back into the grind again in that way, traveling and all of that, which kind of an interesting point back then, someone had to tell me and give me permission to do it versus me thinking about it, which is what so many entrepreneurs can do today because, you know, that's the word of the times, right? Um, <clears throat> I started one business. I'm not going to go into that for time purposes. Um, then found a bigger worldwide opportunity in the custom ribbon printing arena. One of my businesses is called the Ribbon Print Company. You can see some of the ribbon over here. Um, we don't actually print on ribbon for people. We provide retailers, crafters, uh, equipment, and all of the, uh, the accessories so that they are able to provide the service to print. Um, so I built my own software, a lot of proprietary information there, training programs, etc. Love it, love it, love it. However, when I would go out to trade shows, when we'd be talking with customers, people would come up to the booth and say, oh my gosh, when my business is making enough money, I have to get one of these. Or they'd say, when I start my company, this is one of the first things I'm going to get. So the conversation would be, well, awesome. You know, what's your company going to be? <clears throat> How's your business going? And again, I found a huge hole. <laughs> you know, people don't necessarily know how to start a business. And particularly 
my audience. I work with people who are what I define as gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Okay, so crafts, hobbies. <clears throat> they know everything about their product, the equipment, the technique, how to put it together, the drying time, you know, whatever it is. They never needed to know about business before. So that's when I started the Gift Biz brand. And you can see my little <laughs> thing up there. Um, which includes a podcast and now a whole training course teaching step-by-step -step how to do that. So I'm kind of doing double duty. I have the ribbon print company, which is going strong, and I'm doing the gift biz thing at the same time. Well, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's lovely that that sort of diversity in, and I suppose I suppose just moving away off, off our topic is, is for you, did you find that the podcast was a way for you to reach your that audience in order to share your experience and your knowledge? Yes, I took a little bit of a different approach that I'm actually switching up right now. But what I did was I found people to interview. So my listeners could hear from people who were just like them and how they got started. Um, and it's been fabulous. I love every time I, I'm sure you feel the same way, Jeff. Every time I click the record button so that the interview is done in my heart, I'm like, this is going to be so good for my listeners to hear. You know, and that's such a reward. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's the thing. It's it's by hearing people's stories. Yes. You can because you sometimes you you know, we read books and everything like that, and it's like, yeah, I'll never be like that. Because they say they're up here. But right. actually when you get an opportunity to listen to, you know, Joe who lives in X and who does this, then all of a sudden you go, Well, actually that sounds like me, so I can do that as well. Right, right. And when you're podcasting, as you know, I try to put myself in my listeners shoes and say, well, what would be the next question they'd want to know, you know, so that it's more than just what's written on the page, I can kind of take it on the sideline, you know, and I always tell my guests, I always tell my guests, now, if I ask you something you don't want to talk about, just let me know since we're recording, I yeah, can yeah. take it out. Absolutely. Because I try to go down those lanes where, you know, it might be somewhat questionable. Again, with the idea of providing content for my absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I suppose there's, one of the, the big questions is for me is, is when someone is doing that, and actually this is relevant whether they're your type of business that you deal with or whether the type of listeners that I've got who are, who are different stages of entrepreneurship, really it's very relevant, is how do they identify what type of business they should start? This was crazy, and I didn't even start out thinking I was going to get to this, but as I got to my 100th podcast episode, I was recognizing that what I was hearing from my listeners in terms of how did you start, how did you come upon the idea, fell into three different categories, and that was really exciting for me, and I, kept, I, I kind of got a feel for this around in the 60 or 70 episodes. So then I was kind of, from there on, I was trying to verify it, you know? So when someone would tell me, I'm like, okay, yep, that category, that category, that category. So what I found is there's really three buckets and a lot of people, you know, everyone's talking now, let's quit my nine to five, right? So, but then what do you do? What is it, right? So here are my three buckets. You wanna hear them? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so here are the three things that seem to be the trigger that get a person to the type of business they want to start. The first thing is, what made you happy when you were a child? 
what types of things, you know, were you a drawer or were you an actor or did you love reading books or what was it when you were a child that brought you that joy that was, I would say, more true to who you are before cultural norms start piling on top of you and all of that. You know, what is it in your inner soul from when you were a child that lights you up, right? So that's one place to look if someone is on this journey trying to identify what they want to start. It's number one. Number two is now as adults, whatever age you are, is there something that just gets your, you going, gets you jazzed up now? And let me explain this through a little bit of a story. My husband and I, shortly after we were married, um, took a trip to France. We, I've been in the UK, Jeff, but I, this story's yeah. in France. Yeah. <laughs> and we're driving, <laughs> we're driving on a tour bus and we turn a corner and on the corner um, out displayed are all the, we're in Provence, all of the beautifully colored tablecloths and linens. I gotta tell you, my heart started beating faster. It was like this physical reaction because I was so attracted to the pattern and the colors and all of that. So if there's something like that that someone notices um, in your daily life, you're going across, maybe you love going into the coffee shop and just that environment, maybe that's something you should be doing. You know, so where it recognize within yourself what gets you internally jazzed, excited, your heart beating. And then the third thing is as you look throughout your day, I've seen a lot of people who have identified a problem. You know, and it just all of a sudden in a second, they figure it out. You know, it's the person who um, created the bird feeder where squirrels can't go and get the food, uh, certain kinds of cookie cutters, certain types of wardrobe accessories. It was because they needed something and it what didn't exist, or they figured out a way to do something better. Um, all those types of things. So those are the three. It's, you know, what from your childhood brought you so much joy? Is there something that internally triggers you physically that you love or a situational event that brings up a question? And then if you figure out what that could be, then the next thing is don't stall. Think about it, do something with it, identify that you recognized it and then work with it. Cause so I think we come up with these things all the time and then do nothing, then continue on with our day. And you know what, it goes away. Yeah, I think that's really interesting because thinking about that, even even when if I reflect on that in mine, I was always told off for talking, always because I struggled at school, um, and my my way of doing it is I remember my report over and over and over again is is Jeff constantly talks, constantly talks. He's a disruption in the class or whatever it was, um, and it's ironic. I know, I know. And, and funny enough, my strap line now is one conversation creates a lifetime of results because it is, a, you know, I love hearing people's story and then going, well, okay, but what else is next? You know, right. what, what can be, what is your bit that juices you? What is that bit that empowers you to go, that's what I'm going to go for? Yeah. And, it's, and it's really interesting because when you start allowing that, because as you say, so many people either completely remove that for their lives or cage that in an impregnable cage that goes, I can't talk about that because I was told countless times that that was not allowed to be part of my life or whatever else. 
Right. And then when you see them tap back into that, this beam of just happiness and joy and fulfillment, regardless if they, I suppose, realistically, ideally you hope to get that as a business, but even it, it's important to do that in any part of your life, even if it's not part of your business, to make sure that you're doing something you enjoy. Because it's who you are. Exactly. It's your identity. And and there's another thing to it too, Jeff, is if you do decide to make it your business, you're set up better for success because it's something that really works for you versus someone saying, oh, you should start something that is a disconnect to anything that you feel or care about. That is not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so right. Those, those, Those crazy things that come out and you see them on QVC or something that you think... Where the heck did that come from? I wish I'd thought of that. But Seriously? it's obviously yeah. But it's obviously <laughs> someone that's come out and gone, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and design one. Yes. And you know, who knows what happens after that? And there's all sorts of little amazing stories of people that have done that, isn't there? There are, and all of us could do that. Every single one of us. I mean, sometimes I think we get the attitude that everything's been done already, everything's been created. Not near anything has been created. I mean, it could be as easy. Do you remember the the shoes Crocs? Do you know yes. the Crocs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then someone made those little decorations that fit into those. Who would have thought about that? I mean, it was popular for a time, right? I think it actually might have gotten bought out. I'm not sure. But, you know, there are so many ideas. How about the little thing that goes on the back of your phone, right? So that you can hide, you know, hold your phone. You know, so many ideas. Yeah. I know. You've just got to have the courage. Right. You know, look, and look for it first. You've got to look yeah, for yeah. it first and yeah, then yeah. get the courage to do something with it. Yeah. And it must be especially with your target market because the, the if you want the arts, the crafts, those sort of people, then they don't probably initially get into it from the business side of it. They right. get into it for the love of doing that thing. Right. And right. then it's possibly turning it into a, a business model. Yeah. For them... And that's why I love my audience so much. It's almost a little harder because they're creating their product. So it's not that they're building something that's going to be mass created necessarily. Some are, but they're actually creating it. So their heart is in this painting. And so what if people don't like my painting? You know, it's scary. It takes, cor- it takes courage. And what I'll tell them is, guess what? There will be people who won't, but there'll also be a lot of people who do. You know, because that then means you have a style, you know, and it resonates with some people and not with others. And that's okay. No, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Excellent. Okay. So we're going to jump to the second part of the show. So we are going to put you on the hot seat of the show. And we, I ask a set of questions. I ask every single guest who appears on the show. So are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. So the first question is, how much time do you spend on self-development a week? Do I have to tell you the truth? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 14 on the low side. How about that? I, I mean, I am a podcast junkie. I am one of those people who has to raise your hand and say, guilty, you know, bring your phone to bed, you know, all of that. And mostly I'm listening to podcasts. I listen to podcasts if I'm walking in the car anywhere. Um, I also like to take online courses. Um, I think it's a faster way to getting to where I need to go if I need to learn about webinars or list building or whatever it might be. I'd rather just learn it so I can keep going. 
at this point. Yeah, I think that's one of the, it's one of the amazing uh, versatility, is it versatile, versatile, I guess the word is this podcast are, because where the old, well, you say old, I mean, podcasts have been around a while, but they seem to have got a bit more energy behind them now. Right. Is that, you know, you, you didn't never really had that type of resource to learn on such a consistent basis. Normally you would always jump to, you know, your, your, your self-help book on Audible or something else or, and that, and I think podcasts have just that way to be able to keep dipping in yeah. and, and choosing a module at a time rather than just going, bang, yeah. okay, I've got to listen to the whole thing. And it's, they are such an amazing ability to do that. Although I'm listening to a great audio book right now too. I mean, I do that ah, too. Okay. Well, that might be the next question then. Cause the next no, question is I have a different answer. Ah, that. right. Okay. Okay. But, but I mean, the thing that I like about podcasts is you're not tied into a certain person to listen to. There's so many good shows out there and so many good topics. You don't have to listen to only the top ones. I mean, there are a lot of them that all you have to do is search and find them and yeah, awesome yeah. content. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's, 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 it's it's sometimes it's it's worth shopping around because yeah. you know granted there are some amazing of the big names i mean i love i love you know so many podcasts and sometimes that you get overwhelmed with the amount of content because if you constantly listen to them it's like i now dip into uh, tim ferris's one mm-hmm. rather than just listen continuously because they're so in depth so it's just, you know, you can hand pick and choose. So out of curiosity, is, it, is you're not going to mention this one, what book are you reading at the minute? Right now I'm reading um, The Five Second Rule, the Five, Four, Three, Two, One by, by Ab- Nell Robbins. Absolutely brilliant. Love it. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm, I think I have two hours left to go in that one. Yeah. And, and she, she has a, um, a way with words when yes, she, she does. does. <laughs> <laughs> is one way to put it. I believe a friend of mine said she's a New Yorker. So that's all you need to know. That's it. So, that's yeah. it <laughs> okay. Number two is what is your favorite personal development book and why? My favorite book is um, Simon Sinek's Start With Why. Because I, I mean, even, I mean, even in the overriding, you know, why do you even start a business? You know, what's the purpose even? And I think we're going to get into that a little bit in another question. But even everyday things, like if I'm doing something here at my desk, it's like, okay, why am I doing this? Is this leading me to complete a goal I had for today? You know, so big things and small things start with why. I think it's fabulous. Yeah, it it um, it was. I I think his TED talk just struck me to a core that I've never been. It's never really touched in a way that like that conversation had, and just the the way he did it was yeah. like, wow, I was just in absolute awe watching that guy do that talk. It was really an yeah, impressive yeah, one. Yeah, changed his life that yeah. one time. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And yeah. so if you haven't seen it, Ted Simon Sinek is a great talk as well. Okay, question yeah. number three is, what is your favorite app? Okay, I just found this app about a month ago. Okay. I love it. Brain Toss, have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't. Brain Toss. Um, you just find it. I know it's on Apple, so I'm not sure anywhere else, but... Um, all you do, if there's something that you need to think about and remember, instead of having to write a note for yourself or anything, you just go into the app really fast. You can click to capture a picture, capture um, if you wanted to write a message, or word voice, which is what normally I do, and it sends it to email for you. So 
instead of like thinking, oh, I got to go into notes and write something down, write something down, it sent it to your email. And the thing I like about that is that it triggers when you go back into your email, you have that note for a reason. You felt that was important for a reason, you know, because how many times do you write a note and then you kind of totally forget about it? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, I like that. So you can you can use that as a way, as a voice memo, but it, or, or a... Or a a reminder but it goes to your mailbox in order to help you remember what it is it goes to your mailbox and then if you're doing it as a voice your message to yourself is sitting right there i like that i will have a look so at that it's one just it's just super fast which is yeah. what i love and convenient so yeah. you know even if you're like let's say you're out to dinner with somebody and they're they tell you a good movie you know yeah. and i don't know if you're like me you know i might forget what it is maybe it's not one that's on right yeah. now but like yeah. a special holiday movie or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just pull up my phone real quick and say what it is and then put it down and I'm done. Oh, wow. Okay. I will. So I will. The technology doesn't interrupt your lifestyle as much. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Because as you say, you can sometimes go to write the task management down and be distracted and mm -hmm. but doing that and sending it, it's, a, it's also, a, it's triple reminding you as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's like going, yeah. I like you should that. try okay. it. I think you'll love it. I will. I will. Okay. Number four is what's your biggest business mistake and what did it teach you? Oh, I hate this one so much. Um, <laughs> my biggest mistake was not recognizing how valuable my own intellectual property was at first. You know, it's so easy if you know something and things come to you quickly. I created my software within seconds because I knew exactly what we needed. I'm the only one in the position that I'm in who understood what somebody needed. It took me seconds to do. Same thing with courses, you know, some of these other things. And I don't think when I started, I'm not even talking pricing necessarily. I'm talking just valuing and understanding that not everyone can come across and create this type of information as easily. Not all topics, but some, some things. So really, I think I, what I, what I now really recognize is to make sure that I understand that when I'm creating something, there is more value. I mean, I tended to give things away, you know, not that you're not going to be generous, but if it's a business, you know, you, you have to just position and think about it. So yeah. it's a, it's quite a common one actually. Um, because it's, it's because it came so easily. Mm -hmm. It's right. people, people don't, you, you don't necessarily, respect the level of what benefit that is going to give to someone else because it right. was easy for you right so and therefore... you, didn't, you didn't pull out money no to create it either you yeah, yeah. created it so we under undervalue then yeah that okay. as well okay yeah. brilliant okay excellent question number five is what are your challenges in balancing life and work and how do you manage them I have no idea someone please help me <laughs> <laughs> I do not balance well okay. at all. What okay. I will say is my kids are older and they're out of the house, so I have okay. more time yes. to spend on work because I enjoy it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, I could be a little better with the balance yeah. there. But, the, but this, is this, this is this dilemma that people have when they enjoy what they do. Yeah. You know, it's that, it's that, you know, we love our family and we want to spend our time with our family, but we also want to make the business succeed. And we right. enjoy what we're doing. So our hobby is actually our business as well so as, true. you know, so it's that, yeah. it's that, it's that thing of managing it and, yeah. and just becoming really, it's about that awareness thing, isn't it? It's about knowing actually I'm spending too much time here. 
time to move over or vice versa. Right. But yeah, it's it's can it can be an absolute challenge. And thank you for your honesty for the challenge. <laughs> My husband's the same way, so I don't have yeah. anybody yeah. saying no. You know yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's the it's, same. So. And it's easier when your kids are older because they yeah. they end up getting their own life, right? And they require less of our attention in some ways because mm -hmm. we're not having to run around after them and get everything sorted and you know read them bedtime stories or whatever it is. So it's that challenge, isn't it, and balancing? It is, but I'll tell you when after I quit my corporate life because yeah. we already talked about that. But yeah. if you're in that stage, take advantage of it because yeah. now being out, you know, I'm waiting for grandchildren someday. But you know, yeah. now being out of that, I'm so glad. I didn't do it all the time, but I'm so glad I really was in the moment and took the time. Bro, yeah. Um, so I was balancing when it was important. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, question number six is, what advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known starting out? It's okay to start your own company. <laughs> you know, like I, like I had said, someone had to tell me that. It wasn't even on my radar. I think now it is because it's the big thing to do now and it's the popular thing to do. And, you know, you follow someone like Gary Vaynerchuk and he'll tell you, you know, don't just do it because it's the popular thing because the majority of you guys are going to fail. You really have to know what you're getting into, you know, so don't do it because it's popular. Do it because you have something in you that is drawing you towards it. And if that's the case, get started and do it. It doesn't mean you need to quit anything. Start on the side. Do, you know, just get going with your idea. How many people have you run into ever who are going to start that company or they're going to write that book or they're going to do this or they're going to do that and five years later, they're still going to? Yeah, right? no, absolutely. I mean, I had that conversation a couple of months ago in my mastermind group about my book because I've written, dumped it, written, dumped it, written, dumped it. And it's like, I must have written about 200,000 words, but I've destroyed most of them. And it's, uh -oh. you just like sit there and go, but there's a, there's that thing going, at least I'm trying. And I guess for me, it's that evolving of it. Mm -hmm. Eventually it's coming to fruition, but there are tons of people that the, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, you know, but you're they, working on it. I, yeah. I think Jeff, your book is sitting next to my book. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should challenge ourselves to get it done next Abs year. Absolutely. That's a deal. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> Question number seven is, what is your definition of success? My definition of success right now is being happy with the hours that I put into my entire life. You know, success is not just business. I have never been connected to success and money. It's all success and happiness. Feeling satisfied, feeling like I'm providing something. Obviously, the money needs to come for it to continue. But... No, I like that. And, and I think is it, it, this is the, one of the reasons why the, the, the first real interview was about defining success, because the majority of people I know, money is not the, or have interviewed, money is not their key motivator. It is a benefit of doing X, Y, and Z. And a lot of the, a lot of the if, if you want, that I would call the authentic wealth, is they come from a point of going, do you know what? Yes, money makes life easier but it is not the motivator that gets you up in the morning. It's not the last thing you think of at night. It just allows you to securely help your family if you need to, or enjoy the nice things. But actually, it is a hell of a lot more important things to think about than just the, the cash side of it. It's not gonna get you through when you have trouble, when you have technical no. issues no. or 
not at all. There's a customer complaining or yeah. you know, what all the challenges that come up. It has yeah. to be deeper than money. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So question number eight is no seven is a new one that I've added. And that is, do you have any morning rituals or habits that you do in order to help you get into the right optimal state for your working? I have different, I have structure for sure every single morning. Um, and it depends on whether it's a spinning day for me or not. Like this morning I got up at 5.15, I went spinning at 5.45, but I do have a structure. And I think that's important because then you're not using a lot of brain power. You just do what you need to do. I have the same breakfast every day. I go get my coffee at the same place every day. I am a morning person, so I like getting in here fast. I mean, if I'm in here, when I spin, I'm not, I don't get here till eight, but if I'm anywhere after eight, I'm stressed out because I want to be here already. Yeah, yeah. No. So I only, my office is only like five minutes from the house. But, yeah. Um, it's yeah, interesting so that because I met a guy um, a couple of months ago and he only has, he has um, one set of clothing that he wears. So he has, you know, numerous, he has more than one t-shirt, but they're all the same color. His trousers are the same color. His jacket's the same color because from him is, is his productivity, productivity is better because he doesn't have to overthink anything. He knows I, what he's wearing already. Yeah. Did you hear the, um, I don't remember where I heard it, but they say that your brain is only capable of making a certain number of decisions a day. So once you hit that point, it's pretty much over. You're not productive anymore. So why worry about what clothes you're going to wear or all that, unless you're on a video podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> then then, then there is requirements. Absolutely. You yeah. go through your types of glasses you're going to wear, and all Facebook, of that. When I do my Facebook lives, I mean, absolutely. I'm not going to show up yeah. in sweatpants. Sorry. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> I could, Ab but I don't. No, absolutely. You've seen some of my early videos. Um, but right, okay. So the final question is a life lesson question. So what you do is pick a number between 1 and 50, and what we do is we see what number comes up. That number is linked to a lesson, and then we will have that as the discussion. You are quite happy to disagree with it, because obviously it's my life lesson, so we'll see what comes up for you. Um, so pick a number between 1 and 50. My favorite number, 2. Number 2 is <laughs> starting your day right. How ironic. How <laughs> ironic. So, so most people think these are rigged because uh, yeah, last week we spoke about something. We were talking about um, journaling or something, and journaling came up as a life lesson. So, yeah, so we've talked about start your day right. So you can see the you've talked about the importance. For me, it was about it's about getting that mental mindset in place so you can deal with the day at a higher level than if people just get out of bed and roll out. You know, you find a lot of people, they'll, they – they sort of roll from the from the bed to the car to work, and they right. they they don't really have any. They just ex it kind of like just run through autopilot. But actually, to take purposeful action in a morning and get yourself to a higher state level to be more positive, more productive, allows you to deal with that day in a better way. Yeah, and it's top of mind for me right now because I was telling you I was I'm reading the or I'm listening to the five second rule. And Mel talks about the fact, and I didn't know this, this was really interesting, that um, when your alarm clock goes off, the last thing you should ever do is hit that snooze button. And it's, it's because, to make this very short, we sleep in cycles of 90 minutes. 
So if you even hit that snooze button for and you get to sleep for 10 more minutes, your body has already gone into another 90 minute cycle, whether you get up or not. And so you are still gonna start your day worse and you can't even control that. So no snooze. Yeah, yeah. And actually going back to even the beginning of the thing, when you talk about doing something you love to do, Ever since I've started my own business, I have never struggled up and getting up in the morning. Ever. That makes me smile. I yeah. love that. Yeah, never. That's what we all, that is success, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I look, you know, I know people that go, oh, it's Monday tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's Friday. Yeah. And like, to me, it's like, it's another day. It doesn't, it doesn't, I'm not, it's not good nor bad. It depends on, but I've never... I never ever have woken up in the morning and gone, oh, I just don't want to get up. I've I just, love that. I'm so I, glad to hear that. Yeah. yeah. And and to me, that is that is part of the pursuit. Mm-hmm. I know I am doing something I absolutely love. Right. When 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 regardless of what day of the week it is, regardless of I don't go through holiday blues anymore, you know, any of that. It's you just can rock up and you can just be the best, you know, you try to be the best version of yourself. Right. Because you're doing what you love to do. And to me, right. that's just such an important part. Yeah, which doesn't mean there aren't challenges. You oh, know, and there are, no. I mean, no, know, there are some days when it's been a real struggle and I'm like, oh, why yeah. am I doing this? And my yeah. assistant will be like, Sue, go yeah. home and go to bed. Yeah. When you get up, you'll be fine. And sure yeah. enough, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, no, and it's, it's, and it's that thing. It's, going, it's knowing that everything's going to be okay eventually. Yeah. You know, you'll just sort itself out. Well, it has been absolutely lovely having you on the show. Um, thank you very much for joining me. But the floor is now yours to share how people can find out more about how to get in contact with you. You mentioned a course at the beginning, so I'd like to know a little bit about that as well. But if you could just, the floor is yours, please please share away. Okay, well, I would love for any of you who are, um, you would define yourself as part of my audience, gifters, bakers, crafters, makers, or you just want to come out and see what we're all about. My podcast is called Gift Biz Unwrapped, like you're unwrapping a gift, get it? Gift Biz Unwrapped. Um, so I'd love for you to join me over there. Um, if you have started a business and you're wondering how far along you've really gotten, um, I have something called the Gift Biz quiz, which will share with you, you're, you're either going to be confirming where you are, you're getting started, whatever. Um, and that's an opportunity for you. I'll give you a link in a minute to all of these. And then if you're interested in getting hands-on help, literally step-by-step, how to start your business and continue your business, make sure your business continues to grow. Um, we were talking about the um, little crocs with the little parts that go in the shoes. You know, at some point a product can become irrelevant and you need to do something different. You need to expand. You know, how do you know to do that? So this is a start to, I mean, all the way through kind of a Bible of your whole business. It's called Gift Biz Builder. There's also a community there. Um, Support, motivation, trainings, all different types of things. So all of that is available. And I'm going to give you one link for all of this to make it super easy. Um, Gift biz unwrapped forward slash success IQ. Brilliant. Thank you very much. If you go there, you'll see three different buttons for all three of those and join me anywhere where I can help you. Fantastic. Thank you very much. I'm greatly appreciating it. Leaves me just to say, have, I'm wishing you the greatest success and, and take care. Thank you. Same to you, Jeff. 
So first of all, just let me say a massive thank you for joining me today. It's lovely to know that you're out there listening and it's great to have the emails that I get from you with suggestions about the show and what you think about the show. That's really nice. Really does help me make the show even better. If you'd like to find out more about me and the types of services I offer or my social media links, then please visit www.jeffnicholson.uk. You can also join us on the Facebook page. Just search for Success IQ Podcast. And that's a new page that we've put up that I'm trying to grow and develop. So you can tune in and find us on other stations such as Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and of course, iTunes. And if you have the time, it would be great if you could pop over there, leave a rating, leave a review, because it really does help me grow the show and make the impact that I'm really looking for. So just to say, I hope you have a fantastic week. I wish you the greatest success and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care.